This week we have been discussing uh, the situation in relation to, uh, it's a total of 34 consultants at Sligo University Hospital have contacted the Minister for Health and they've contacted local TDs outlining uh, some serious concerns they have regarding uh, the operation of uh, the hospital. They have concerns over lack of adequate resources, uh, staffing, equipment, uh, and they warn about the dangers of, of health and safety uh, more so than anything else. The, the matter was raised in the Dáil twice yesterday and we'll be hearing some of the exchanges from the later uh, Dáil sitting uh, last night. Two TDs raised the issue and uh, had a ministerial response as well. well. We'll come to that in a moment and hear what they say but suffice to say the government um, were keen to point out the importance of Sligo University Hospital the importance of the service it provides and keen to point out that there has been investment in the hospital and in staffing in the past year. Jerry, you were listening to this situation. Uh, you're appalled by what you heard you say, but but not surprised. Um, yes, that's quite correct, Niall. Uh, good morning to you morning. and your listeners and thank you very much for ha- having me on your programme. Um, yes, uh, appalled, of course, and I've been that way for a long time, Niall. Um because, um, you know, I used to watch this situation pretty closely a long time ago, and um, I got fed up of it because it was the same sort of rhetoric day after day, week after week, and no action was being taken, you know. Mm. And I got fed up of it in the end, and I, I give it, uh, you know, I, I used to get angry-ish at it, and that frustrated, I suppose, so I stopped listening, but uh, you know it has raised its head again. And um, you know I was delighted to hear Marion Harkin on your program um, there. I think she was on Monday morning, and she said that she had um, more contact from more consultants. I think the total now is thirty-four, as you mentioned, and that um, you know it made. I think Marion said it made gruesome reading. Well, you know. I would certainly have to agree with that, but I would not know or be au fait with the ins and outs of actually what things are on the ground, shall we say, in the hospital. But um, going on personal experience and um, listening to people, you know, I'm out and about. I speak to a lot of people. I'm not accustomed to public speaking, however, but I'm fairly good at the speaking when I'm out. And, you know, I do bring these topics up with people to see what their opinions are. And um, a lot of them would be of the same opinion that um, it's not on. It's certainly um, the health service that we have in uh, Sligo University Hospital is um, it's not up to standard. Mm. You know, and has not been for a long, long time. And um, despite what the government uh, say and how continue to say, and we'll hear from a minister in a moment, but that, that's that's what you see uh, yourself, and that's your experience. Yes, absolutely. Yes, um, the government Niall, are the government. You know, they're the people that run the country and run the um, the establishments like the health service, etc. And you know, they come on the airwaves and, and you know, really and truly, I'm not saying that they're lying or anything, but they can say whatever they like. You know, and people hear that, they listen to that and they believe it. The majority of people. But um, you know, I, I, I query a lot of it. Um, like, you know, I think uh, the T shock said yesterday that there was funding in the past year for, for Sligo. But, um, you know, I don't think there was a figure mentioned or anything like that. 
And, you know, it is more than funding. You know, although the funding is very welcome, of course. Yeah. But um, it is more, you know, there are, there are uh, what would you say, a range of problems. In, I, I, in yeah, and and you 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 say those problems have been there for for some time over many years, and and the question you're asking is, how could it have got to this? And you're you're saying maybe even a public inquiry is needed into the situation. Well, the way I see it now, yes, I mentioned that because you know we I do believe that we have got to a situation where you know there has been a lot of political speak about this over the years, and. Um, I think to get to the bottom of it and to, um, what would you say, to let the people know here in the Northwest who are entitled to know exactly what is what and what exactly is going on. You know, if the Taoiseach, the government, the minister, whatever, says that they are getting the resources, well, then why isn't it um, the service getting better? You know, this is what I can't figure out. Like, and Marion Harkin mentioned about the, um, I think she mentioned that there were dangerous procedures, there was a lack of equipment, uh, there was a lack of special equipment. Um, uh, On the staffing levels, nurses, doctors, a shortage of those. And I'm not sure if Marion said this, but uh, maybe I read it somewhere, where now they're saying that they don't have enough wards or rooms, that this is part of the problem. You know, now... You know, we are living in a country, in a world, where the population is rising all the time. And it's rising in Ireland. And, like, the government is there to keep their finger on the pulse, shall we say. And there seems to be no forward vision at all. Um, You know, there's no forward planning. Now, you know, the population is growing, therefore... You know, there are more resources going to be needed. Um, the likes of hospitals have to get bigger to cater for the additional people, of course. Uh, that has not been done. And like uh, Sligo now at the moment stands there, unfortunately. And I have to once again, Niall, please, mm-hmm. if I may, yeah. uh, before I go any further, pay a tribute to the, the excellent, wonderful staff in Sligo. You know, that's the doctors, the nurses, the porters, the assistants, the carers, whatever. They're wonderful people. And they have a very extremely difficult, stressful uh, job. And I do believe, too, on that, you know, these people are human beings. I do believe, you know, there is a human rights issue there, too. That, you know, those people do a day's work under severe stress, trying to do the best with what they have. And, uh, you know, the government or the minister, whoever, is not providing the uh, the essentials, the equipment or whatever. And they have to make do with what they have. Now, that is wrong. You know, we're talking about a hospital. We're talking about a place where it's a difference between life and debt, you know. Yeah. And um, I do believe that uh, something, you know, the politicians... Uh, there are some exceptionally good uh, politicians. There is no doubt about that. But um, they can come out and they can say say what they like, you know, and possibly, i put it this way, and it wouldn't be the first time to fool the public. 
you know, therefore, mm. I do think that there has to go, uh, that it has to go deeper to get to the very root causes of what is wrong. You know, Mary Harney came in, I think it was in 2005. Yeah. Uh, she bulldozed the HSE into being, you know, and, and I think he was an ex-banker. He was the acting chief executive and no disrespect to him. Um, you know, and at that time even, you know, I remember that's 17 years ago, you know, there wasn't a plan or a structure or anything. It's very flawed. And uh, she inherited that from our Taoiseach, uh, uh, Michal Martin. And um, it went on from that. As we know, the cancer services, we lost those in Sligo on the pretense that, you know, there were seven or eight centres of excellence being set up throughout the country. But unfortunately, there's not one in North Donegal. And those people in North Donegal, as we know, yeah. You know, have to travel on a private bus, which is privately funded, to travel to Galway to get their treatment and return on the Friday. They have to stop along the way to use the, the bathroom. Some yeah. of them are sick because of the treatment. And that is inhuman. All right. OK. Uh, interesting points you make, Jerry, and thanks uh, for bringing in uh, to us this morning. Uh, and this person agreeing fully with Jerry. Uh, Nile, I work, listen to Jerry, I work in the hospital. It's getting very bad here. I work nights between staff and consultants. We are second class to Dublin and to uh, the government. And as we mentioned before, Jerry came on, this very matter was raised in the Dáil last night and highlighting their concerns at the consultants' letters, the letter signed by 34 consultants at the hospital were Sligo Leitrim Independent TDs, Marion Harkin and Mark McSharry. Minister, as you're probably aware, an unprecedented event took place over the weekend when 34 consultants from all disciplines at Sligo University Hospital all sent emails to the Minister for Health and others highlighting the fact that conditions for both patients and staff at SUH are completely unacceptable and verging on the unsafe at times. These emails didn't come out of the blue. The issues, those, these concerns have been building and building for years and years and have accumulated in record trolley numbers, proportionately the worst in the country when you compare those on trolleys to the number of beds in the corresponding hospitals and the ability of the hospital to absorb the numbers on the trolleys. The situation at Sligo University Hospital is at breaking point. We have the highest percentage of over 65 in the country. That means we have the greatest demand. We have bed occupancy rate of about 110%. That's well over the national average of 90% and very dangerously over the acceptable international level of 85%. In other words, Minister, people in Sligo are dying because we can't live up to the uh, mortality rates that can be guaranteed below 85%. That is a fact. Well, in reply, a Minister of State, Mary Butler, said she was glad that the Minister for Health had met with the concerned Sligo Hospital consultants on Monday and insisting there has been government investment in Sligo Hospital and stressing that the hospital has a critical role to play in the provision of health services in the Northwest region. This government recognises that Sligo University Hospital has a critical role to play in services in the North West. This is reflected in the significant increase in resources allocated to the hospital. In 2022, the budget allocation for the hospital was €160.8 million, euro, up from €130 million in 2018. 
From the end of 2020 to the middle of 2022, staff has increased more than 12%, including 71 nursing and midwifery staff. So at July 2022, there was 1,885 whole-time equivalent staff employed by SUH, a 12.5% increase from the end of 2020, and this included, as I said, 71 nursing midwifery whole-time equivalents, notwithstanding the issues that you have both raised. However, the government also recognises the capacity issues at Sligo University Hospital, and I suppose as a result of the 34 senior consultants who emailed the Minister, the Minister for Health met with the consultant doctors from the hospital yesterday evening to hear their concerns. Right, okay, uh, what are you saying out there? Uh, it's bad management, says uh, someone, that is what's causing all the problems at Sligo Hospital and has done for years. Somebody else rang in to say uh, when the ministers visit Sligo Hospital, they make it look like it's run smoothly. There are no patients and trolleys in those days, no overcrowding in the emergency department. Why not show the politicians and the ministers the true picture of what is going on? 